0: free
1: game what's good bro welcome to another episode of free the free game friday free podcast game. i'm your host jay don this week free we're talking game. the auto dealership industry with cameron barlow free game. Free game. Free game. cam let's hop right into it can you give my audience a quick intro into who you are and what you do
0: so this is cameron barlow most folks just call me cam uh I am uh, one of, uh, part owner of the uh, business uh, Auto Works of Omaha. Um, it's a business that's been in been in business for 38 plus years. And me and my family took over that business a year ago to date, to this date, uh, a year ago today. So um, we are new into the car industry, but uh, so far we've got one year in the books.
1: Yeah, and that's dope. It's crazy when um you had mentioned that when I had text you a few days ago to get you on here it's funny that you had said it was one year because i remember when you first went um like when you guys first posted that you guys bought the business or whatever i had said to myself i want to get him on my podcast eventually when i launch it but i had said i want to wait till he got like a year in so i can kind of so that gives you time to kind of be able to soak up the industry kind of learn some things as you are going and um just kind of learn the ropes and uh speaking to that um, you kind of reached that point, so it was kind of ironic because I didn't even put the dates together till you spoke to it. Can you kind of speak to what drove you guys to even purchasing the business, or like what even sparked the interest there?
0: So it it kind of started, really, start two years. So uh, previous owner, um, he he and my and my father been knowing each other for years, for years, and he kind of presented this idea to him two years ago. You know they. Been in the business for 30 plus, 30, 38 years or so. Him, his wife, and the same mechanic. Been in business, you know, that's, it's a, it's a six day a week, you know, long hours and stuff. And he's just ready to slow down. You know, he, his daughters are, are, is out of school and stuff like that. So two years ago, he kind of brought up to my dad and, and, and um, we just, you know we kind of brushed it to the side like ah, that would be kind of cool but you know whatever you know so i would say about last year like top of the year again like january I, you know he brought it up again now it's like well shoot i just said if, if we get it all set up i said i'll run it you know what i mean I, mm-hmm. I just said i'm i'm all in i'll run i'll run the business you know the you know the quote unquote family business so talks got real serious last year like in march that's when we really was like, okay, yeah, we're, we're in. And then from March to September last year, that's what, that's, that's about how long it took to get, uh, you know, financials, everything kind of lined up in place to kind of do this. So
1: mm-hmm.
0: once we did that and, uh, we signed for everything, uh, September 15th last year, and then, um, And then from there, it is just uh, the first couple months we were still like in a in a transition mode. So we really wasn't, I would say, on our own fully until about top of the January. Mm -hmm. From there, was it was uh it was it was our business, you know what I'm saying? It was our business. But but a, a good thing for me is, you know, previous owner, he's he's been he's been through this whole process with me with us my family since day one I mean it's somebody who I talk to day to day as a mentor uh and and we still do we still do business together so um it's been it's been a a journey for sure
1: yeah and that's dope and that's good that you guys got that relationship with him where it's still like because I know like having experience in corporate America like a lot of times when these companies buy off companies they have like the prior, uh, the prior employee stay on staff for like six months or a year before they fully take over. So it's kind of like y'all take that same approach, um, and that's pretty dope to have him still, still there, kind of mentoring you on a day to day, or mentoring you guys on a day to day, I should say, to help you guys and make sure you guys don't fail or nothing like that. Because that first year is critical in business, as you know, owning other businesses and, uh, obviously dealing with this. Can you kind of speak to, I guess, some of the the tasks that you had to take on like uh top of the year, what your day to day was starting to look like once you were kinda on your own more you know what I mean,
0: yeah, so for me um the first thing like when I first got there, the first thing I kind of noticed was you know my mentors you know they're in their they're in their you know sixties and stuff like that, so a lot of the stuff that they did was just old school old school way, it was effective but you know like like he said he he told me like look the internet came and it went right past us you know like they use Mm -hmm. it but not how they they need to use it they didn't use the technology like they really needed to use it so i i had to realize like right away you know him and his wife and i had to technically be both of those people at the same time yeah so i needed the tech in the programs to allow me to be more flexible with that, like I can't sit here and write up and write a bunch of you know auto auto repair uh, tickets by hand. You know I need to be able to and and install them and stuff like that, and still have to stop and go sell a car or talk to the customers if somebody walks in. So I was like, man, I need the technology that's going to really, you know, back me up to be yeah. able to allow me to be more flexible. So. That was one of the first like major things that I um, I changed, you know, or I try not to change too much because anytime you're in business for thirty plus years, there's a, that's that's success, you know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, you're doing something right. Yeah, you're not in business that long and not successful, so I was just trying to and but uh, get it up to date with just stuff that was going to help me out and benefit me. So um, that was kind of just the first thing. But once I got that figured out, you know, um my day to day process is just, you know, I it's really it's really nonstop, you know. It's uh like I they they what they never used Facebook marketplace as a as a as a way to uh, you know, sell sell cars. Mm-hmm. So once I, I did that, I mean, now you know, you know how Facebook is. People hit you up eight <laughs> at night, eight o'clock at night, o'clock at night, shoot, that will hit you up at one o'clock in the morning. You know what I'm saying? Right. So it it just depends, you know, so my day could just be following up from the from from messages that I wake up to, like people asking is a car available, responding back to the to to leads and stuff like that. That's kinda of how my day starts and then uh we're a body we're a shop, a mechanic shop, so I got two aspects of the business that I, you know, I'm saying that I got to manage on, on that end. Like what what is our schedule looking like Uh, to, to you know, scheduling out for repairs. Well,
1: mm-hmm. We got
0: on the books for the day. We got on the books going forward for the week that, that we got appointments scheduled in. So, you know, we can keep that side of the business also flowing also. So, yeah. Once, once you get that type of rhythm and then it's just, I mean, there's so many uh, ways that, you know, for me as a, as a dealer, to buy, to buy cars. Mm So I'm, I'm just honestly on the, on the computer, you know, looking up, looking up cars and and trying to figure out, you know, which route I want to go as far as, uh, you know, buying vehicles.
1: Yeah. And speaking of being a dealer and kind of buying vehicles, I know I see a lot, uh, a lot of times you posting about going to auctions or bidding on vehicles that might be, um, hour, two hours, three hours away, stuff like that. Kind of, that Kind of, um, those kind of ties. Can you speak to like what goes into the inventory you decide to buy, like the, the process? Because I know you don't just go to the auction and you get to get whatever you want because there's an auction for a reason, you know, you got competitors out there. Can you speak yeah. to that a little bit?
0: Yeah, man. Um, you learn right away that everybody that first of all is it's, it's every man for themselves, you mm-hmm. know what I mean. Yes, you're cordial with people, other other business owners. You're cordial with them. You speak to them, but at the end of the day, they got your they got an eye on the car, and you got the eye on the same car. And uh-huh. you know, it, it's 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 the it's it's a cutthroat. It's cutthroat <laughs> out there, you know. They'll shake your hand and then they'll they'll go out there and they'll be right up against you like like you don't exist. So yeah. uh, you got to kind of keep in mind like. Uh, and then there, and that's just not to say, you know, there's, there's some other guys who are, you know, other owners of lots out there throughout the city, throughout the community that are genuine, just good people. You know what I'm saying? They, they, they look out for you for sure. Mm-hmm. You know, so I, I won't say all the way cutthroat, but it, in the, you got to keep that in mind. Like, Hey, I'm in business. I'm, I'm out here to get these cars because you know, I'm here, you know, we're out here. We're all out here to make money. Yeah. All out here, but other than that, like just the process, man. For me, it starts. It always starts the day before. You know what I'm saying? It starts the day before, and it's it's it goes like, uh, for example, there's an auction on Wednesdays that we go to, and so that process starts on Tuesday. You know, about two two o'clock, three the list is posted on the on the the auction's uh, website.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So I'm I'm scrolling through cars and I'm looking you know my, at first I'm just kind of quick glancing and just seeing stuff that catches my eye once again I'm still trying to follow the same blueprint as what my mentor has put in our place we we've, we've always we've always been known as to carry uh foreign vehicles so I I, I I go for those vehicles and I still go for some American vehicles just cuz me I I want to have a little bit of everything on my lot. you know what yeah. I mean I want somebody to come in my okay he's got cars for three four five grand okay he's got cars for 10 11 12 grand okay and then he's got some stuff that's going for 20 25 grand I try to stay in that range for the most part because that's just you know that's that's the bread and butter for for me so mm-hmm. um I going. so um my first thing is just, I'm just scrolling through the list you know and then I'm once I get my list to like 16 probably like 16 20 cars then I'm really deep diving into these cars and seeing which ones are really for me like you know I'm making sure like clean I don't I don't buy salvage titles I I try to keep everything clean title uh I'm I'm now I'm looking and see like what's the car worth and what's that car worth versus what is it like uh what it will re- uh, retail for so what's the yeah. wholesale price which is my price And what what can I sell this car for? Because that's going to tell me like okay when I'm out here bidding on a car, what's my limit in my head to know that okay I'm I need to stop bidding on it. It's getting to the point where it's 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 cutting into my profit too much. Yeah. Um, and then like then so that's all before. Remember I haven't I haven't physically looked at these cars yet. So then the day of. The day of auction starts at ten. I'm trying to get there at like eight thirty, eight forty five, nine o'clock, because now I need to go look at my list. I need to go look at these cars, and you get to like test drive them and stuff, start them up, sit in them, drive them. Okay, now I'm really cutting down my list. Okay, what looks good on the internet, the, you know, a lot of cars <laughs> look good on the picture until you get up on the scene, you be like, oh dang this thing whole right side is got body damage or whatever. So yeah. now I'm really and Okay. This car says it's worth, uh, you know, let's say I'm just throwing a number. The car really says it's worth six grand, but okay. I'm, I'm looking at the car. I'm looking at body damage. Maybe do it. Is it something that is it worth fixing or is not worth fixing? Now I'm really factor in like my, my, my numbers that I got written down, mm-hmm. uh, to, go for so now my list is probably cut down and really could be cut down in half yeah and then it's just down what do i you know what's what do i really really want you know what i'm saying like i may there may be eight great cars out there but can i can i go buy eight cars today really when i need to get the four. and then then the auction part is just the auction is the auction once it starts you know your car your car's coming down the lane and you know i I don't really focus on who else is bidding against me. I just, you know, I just kind of go from, I just kind of stay focused on, you know, the people who selling the car auction and focus on them. I never mm-hmm. really pay attention to the folks that's going up against me because I, I know where my number is at that I need to be at. And I know where I need to, you know, where I need to stop or start at. And ten, eleven 11 cars on my list and, and walked out there and, and didn't buy nothing.
1: Yeah, that's You know,
0: I, and there's been days I didn't bought, six seven cars in one in one in one day so uh-huh. uh it's it always hit or miss with it but um as they always my mentor always says you no know, a day you 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 come out with no cars is a day you you left with money in your pocket so it's not, yeah. it's not necessarily a, a l all the way
1: yeah and i like that i know in real estate they say um sometimes the deal you don't do is the best deal uh because it's like yep. you could you can be in there being desperate and you might buy a lemon and yeah. then you stuck with it. Yeah.
0: Um, you have a list, and, and then you're not getting the cars that you want. So now there's cars that are coming down that you didn't even pay attention to and now you're trying to, you don't want to be in that mode where you're desperate. And, you know, and, and I've done it before, you know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? You're like, dang man, I ain't got nothing. I'm going to just go, I'm a car this car come down. The list, I'm looking at it at the last minute right before it, it comes up on the block. And then I've had success or I bought stuff like that and I had Failures where I'm like, oh shoot, this car ended up needing a whole new transmission. Yeah. I gotta, you know, even major repairs where I can barely made a little bit of profit, or I didn't took a took a took a L on it.
1: Yeah. The
0: more I got into it, it's like, okay, I got my list. I'm sticking with my list. If something comes up, I just gotta. I'd rather walk away from it and stick to what I got on my list because these are the cars I know. I put the time and effort in to, to 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 research.
1: Yeah, I like that approach. I think that's how you says that's how you set yourself up for success. Um, yeah, you were, say, you were saying something about like you bought you bought a lot of cards. Some days, some car, uh, some days you didn't buy any. How do you guys go about balancing inventory? Because I know you don't want to have a lot full of cards, but you also don't want to be empty. So do you guys have a number that you guys set, or is there like a a range you guys like to stay in?
0: Well, it it really is just honestly, it's really about the just cash flow. You know what I'm saying? It's really mm-hmm. about the cash flow. Cause, I mean, I've I've my my mentor has said. I mean, at one point he said he didn't have seventy some cars on the lot. Just, I mean, oh, wow. to the point where it was the lot was stuffed, and he can only he had one little one little little alley to get cars in and out the, <laughs> in, in and out the shop. You know what I mean? So. Um, for 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 us just starting off, you know what I'm saying? We gotta, I gotta really look at the cash flow and, and see, mm-hmm. you know, but like you don't want your your car lot empty. You know what I mean? Right. You gotta you gotta be able to out because an empty car lot will kind of throw a customer off a little bit sometimes.
1: Yeah.
0: And then. A, so a full car car lot will will get that customer who's just driving by and they be like oh man they got this this, this let me turn around and pull up on, on the on the lot and see what they got so you for me we're always I'm always trying to keep around uh I would say anywhere between like I try to keep like 15 to 25 cars on the lot you know mm-hmm. what I mean it just kind of depends on how that month how the month goes and stuff like that you know, I had a great month in um, was it August. I mean, I sold 13 cars in August. Wow. And it got to, like, oh, shoot, man, a lot looking bare. I gotta, <laughs> you know what i gotta go out, and, and 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 I gotta go out in the auction. I gotta be aggressive. Yeah. And then there's months where it's like, yeah, I didn't sell anything, you know, or uh-huh. maybe one or two cars. Uh, But that's the good thing about my lot is I have auto repair shop too
1: gotcha so
0: i got the balance of kind of always having the opportunity to keep money coming in because i got i can do auto repairs and stuff Where some lights, so that's all they do is sell cars so if it's slow it's slow yeah where i got a, a part of the business i can tap into uh, to kind of help just help, help uh, money keep flowing
1: yeah you're not one-dimensional like most businesses um I like that. I like that approach because, like you said, you could survive in a drought if the like car is not selling or inventory is not coming in. You can still survive because people are always going to need their cars repaired, no matter if you're in Alaska cool. or you're in Nebraska. Um, so That's a good point. And speaking to kind of um, you guys said something a second ago about the, the mechanic side. And so can you speak to like managing that and determining prices or like how do you determine? I know there probably was some prices set installing already before you guys took over did you guys kind of stick to the pricing that was going on or did you guys um have to get in there and raise the prices or anything like that
0: nope nope so yeah i i stuck with the same like hourly rate you know i because um and i had the option to raise it because it's actually you know if you if you shopped around and stuff uh i'm actually pretty low on the low end but mm-hmm. I, I like where it's at. I mean, I'm at I'm at 125 an hour. You know, if you okay. go to like most major dealerships, they're charging like 180 an hour. Yeah. Some other other places are probably like one an hour, kind of like on the low end. But at the same time, it it helps uh it it helps the customer because it's it's still enough for 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 me to take business away from others. You know, because mm-hmm. I got a cheaper rate but at the same time still, you know what I'm saying, make money on my end. So, um, but other than that, like I, 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 that was the, that was the how I kind of alluded, uh, earlier getting the technology. You know what I'm saying? I, I got a program that kind of helps me, uh, price out jobs and stuff like that. You know what I'm saying? So if somebody yeah. needs a, a fuel pump, I can type in their year, make a model, click on fuel pump repair, and it'll give me a, uh, they'll give me a, a rate that's been averaged out by mechanics from all over the U S on how long that job will take. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. This job is three and a half hour job, you know what I mean? And then my programs already everything factored in like taxes, shop, uh, equipment, uh, has hazmat material. Everything is already programmed in there. So all I got to do is just plug it in there, plug it in on our ticket and it automatically populates everything that I need for it. So yeah, using the technology, my advantage, um, helps me out. Cause especially, I mean, you're one, I don't, I don't know what the stuff is right off the top of my head. You know right. what I mean? I, I just don't, you know, so when, well folk always ask me like, man, how much it gonna cost me to do this? I, I like, man, I don't know. I like, let me, let me look it up and, and see. <laughs> uh, but I use that technology for sure to, uh, to be able to help manage the business. And, uh, as far as that, on that end, Yeah. So the repairs, uh, I, uh, it's really it's really a blessing for us because, like I said, a lot of car lots don't have that, so um, it allows us to, to bring in that type of business all the time.
1: Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. That's really clutch. Um, and there's, like you said, even the big, some of the big car lots don't even have that advantage, so that's definitely um, a huge plus for you guys. And uh, speaking of technology, and I know you said earlier, like, they weren't using online marketing at all before you guys took over. Are you guys um do you guys have a website? are you guys like pushing cars out on cars. com and stuff like that too or are you guys just uh, using a uh, marketplace right now?
0: So I have a website it's called uh, it's autoworks of omaha.com all right and so that website is is uh my format is through cars for sale cars for sale has kind of like um I kind of compare it to my other business with my clothing line, uh how I have a website that's built by Shopify. So on the auto side of it, my website is built by Cars for Sale. So um you can go on my website, obviously look at cars. You can go on Cars for Sale, their website and my cars will pull up, pull up on Car Gurus, my cars will pull up on Google, mm-hmm. um and and a couple other couple other spots too. Uh, what I brought to the table was they were not on Facebook at all. I think like they had a Facebook page set up. We took over and they didn't even. I couldn't even tell you last time they made a post. <laughs> like I got I got access to their Instagram, uh, the Instagram page, and the last post they made on Instagram was like 2016 or something like that. So, oh
1: yeah, so um,
0: yeah. So the marketplace was something that they are not using at all,
1: mm. at all,
0: zero percent. Facebook Marketplace. I started posting on Marketplace, and I'm telling you now, like I think 80% of my my sales for the year have come off the of Marketplace. I mean, it's it, it's it's a uh, it's blessing, and it it's it's so it's Facebook. It sucks because yeah, you got you know people you got you got access to you to talk to you any time of the day. You know what I'm saying?
1: Yeah.
0: Which sometimes. Could be great, and sometimes you'd be like, man, I don't feel like talking to nobody else <laughs> right now. I'll give them in the morning. You know what I'm saying? Because you gotta find that work life balance. But right, yeah, it's it's just a thing where um it 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 was never used before, and it's been major for us. You know what I'm saying? So it, it's kind of funny when I uh, when I talk to my mentor about these car sales, and he'd be like, uh, "What's their number?" And I'd be like, "I don't know what the number is." <laughs> He's like. I don't know. I just, I'm communicating through text messages, through, 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 uh, Facebook, you know what I'm saying? He's just like, that's crazy to me. Like how you don't have somebody's number. I'm like, man, half the time I don't even know what these people sound like or look like until the first time I meet most of these people is when they finally come
1: Uh to the shop
0: to buy or meet them at all because I'm, I'm shipping the car to wherever they live. I've sold a car where I've never spoke to the guy at all it was all through text messages it's, it's just kind of for him you know being an older guy he's just like man this is crazy how you never even heard the guy's voice i'm like yeah i just i don't need to sometimes yeah. you know you can communicate <laughs> through, through through the text messages so yeah the facebook marketplace has been it's been great um a great way to just push and, and kind of get directly to the consumer yeah on another level and that's brought all business in for us
1: mm-hmm. uh that- for sure and that's dope because it's free. You know what I mean? It's Facebook Marketplace. No cost a darn.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and you get people who call all the time. And be like, we we can we can set up your place and post for you and that. And uh, you know, I try to tell these folk who call me and try to charge me, you know, to do this. I'm like, dude, I've I've been on Facebook since 2006, man. Like, I don't, <laughs> I don't, <you> know, I. <laughs> Yeah. i was on facebook when it was just college students only like right. i'm not new to that I, I can i can manage it i don't need i don't need to pay you guys to do to do this yeah it's, you know that's a two-minute process to post a car on facebook marketplace
1: <laughs> facts um and speaking of that do you think like not because you obviously like you've been in the cars and you and your uh i know you and your dad y'all been in the car since i've known y'all and i've known y'all for decades um but like not being in the industry, do you think that served you as uh, served you guys an advantage with taking over this business? Or does that because um, I know you kind of spoke to like having experience with Facebook, having experience in a, another business and kind of bringing that with yeah. you. Do you think that served as um, an advantage for you guys in this business to kind of help you guys uh, kind of be more successful starting off?
0: It does. um it it does and like for so for me, you know what I'm saying? i my a lot of my work background is uh, you know, manage managing Walmart and I was managing Walmart for for years in Omaha and in Dallas mm-hmm. and stuff like that. So then, you know, I managed that Footlocker. Foot Locker. So for me on the people side, all of that stuff like helps out tremendously because when I gotta deal with you know, the, the, the irate customer or the, you know, the, the, the people show up on a lot and they just kind of sketchy, like uh-huh. all that experience just dealing with people comes into play. You know what I'm saying? And then on the other side of it, it is like, I have to learn the, I doesn't, or look at cars the same, you know what I'm saying? Uh-huh. I had to learn that. Really quick you know what I'm saying like and for for you know and when like me and my dad go out to these auctions and stuff like that I had you know especially on on his side like I had to keep telling him like hey this car ain't for you man like, <laughs> this car for you. you know he'll look at a car and I have like one little scratch on it he'd be like oh no I don't want that I'm like yo this car ain't for you this car ain't for you that's what you want but everybody's not everybody's not like that. Yeah, somebody's gonna look at that script and think nothing of it. You know what I'm saying? Or look at this and don't think nothing of it, because you yeah, know everybody's in a different situation. Folk need a a car that is gonna go from point A to point B and be reliable. So Facts. you kind of gotta like keep your mind to like kind of kind of look at stuff differently from a from a different from the customer's uh, point of view about to buy cars like that. As um. Yeah, not everybody's uh doesn't shop how I you know when I when I go look for a car for myself just from pre, you know thinking back from previous years before I was in the business. And everybody uh-huh. thinks how we think, so you got to kind of I had to put myself in their shoes, and it, it helps me you know that helps me uh go out and buy certain vehicles and look for certain things uh just because I'm trying to put myself in their shoes. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Uh, and 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 trying to think back to my experiences throughout the years when I was buying cars and and trying to remember that in the business or even on the repair side, just kinda of remember that like i've been the, I've been in your shoes so I can kind of relate to you know when it comes to major car repairs and stuff like that and 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 try not to you know pretty much just take
1: advantage, yeah. That speak a lot into, um, into who you are, you know what I mean, morally and uh, as a person, and also to your 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 father, you know what I mean? Because there's a lot of uh, car shops nationwide, any market. I know Omaha, growing up in Omaha, we had a bunch of car lots that kind of had a bad rap because they didn't stand on those morals, so uh, that speaks a lot to who y'all is as people. Um, and bringing that into the business, that says a lot too, so definitely salute y'all for taking yeah. that approach. That's definitely respectable. Yeah, man. It's
0: I learned early, early man. I could be taking folk, bro. Yeah. Like just taking folk, because a lot of folk just don't know. You know, they just they just don't know. And I mean, we experienced it on our like our one of our first cars. You know, mm-hmm. like um, and our we so when we we were first buying cars, and I didn't have a mechanic for like first two months. Uh, when we started. Mm-hmm. We got a car and I sold it and I was get I was I I was in the process of selling it. I had one person come up, they test drove it, it was cool. And then this other guy showed up at the same time. He wanted to test drive the vehicle, so I explained to them like, "Hey, you could test drive it, but you know, I got these other folks." We get in the car. This dude wants to turn into to Dale Earnhardt. And, <laughs> and just he was driving crazy, like just you know. You know how you can, like, switch a car to, like, sport mode and all that stuff? Yeah. Well, this type of car had them options, but this wasn't that type of car where you can just switch that stuff while you're driving. Yeah. It's better to do it, like, at a stoplight or, you know. And so, basically, the engine light comes on. You know what I'm saying? Oh, man. So, the other folk, they're still interested, but i like, yo, let me get this fixed. So, I won't say the, you know, the big dealership. I took it to the, you know, to, to the big dealership that worked on this. The model vehicle and dude they they tried to out just straight up get us yeah and we told them we were dick and so we we did it they just tried to straight up get us
1: mm-hmm. i
0: mean it went from it turned into a it turned into a like a, a six thousand dollar bill they were trying to get us to put a new trans new transmission in it or something like that and
1: Goodness.
0: this is after we took it to them we paid them some money. I go pick up the car, and the is the, the same issue was going on. So then it went back for a whole another week and a half. It was just the craziest experience, and they were just trying to outright get us. So yeah. to find out there was nothing, it, it was, it, the car didn't need none of that stuff. And so right away, I learned, like, man, like, it's a, the you know, it's a, it's a cool game out here. You can really get people, but I, you know what I'm saying, just I remember, I remember when I had to go to a small and buy a, a buy a, a piece of junk, you know what I'm saying? So I I try to use my own experiences and try to just try to just treat people fair, you know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? I, I I learned you can treat people fair and still be successful in this business. You don't gotta whack folk upside the head with a bunch of stuff that they don't need. You can get straight to the point where what they need to get fixed and still be successful. Because those folk are gonna come back time and time again, you know what I'm saying? You treat somebody right once, they're your customer for life, so I I try to keep that in my mind, like, but yeah, because folks just don't know, man, I can, I mean, I got access to, I can, folks can bring a car in, I can say, you need this done, you need this done, you need this done, you need this done, and I can turn their $500 ticket into a $2,500 ticket, and they wouldn't have no idea.
1: It's like, okay.
0: It's just like, but... If somebody did that to me, I'd be pissed. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, you don't you don't got to
1: do all of that. Right. And it's more common, I think. Like I remember back in the days, like, when I having buckets and stuff like that, I'd be scared to get an oil change. Because, you know, every time they come back with the oil change paperwork, they're coming back with a laundry list of recommendations. And then you go to another shop. Yeah. And they're like, you don't need none of this. I don't know why they would say this. But it go back to what yeah. you say. They're not moving off morals and ethics. They're moving off of trying to bust your head and get over um, not yeah. realizing that you lost a potential lifelong we, customer,
0: Yep, And we do a lot of good business because of that. I get phone calls all the time. Hey, I got a uh, such and such, and I went to this dealership, and they got it, they gave me this, you know, printout. I need this, 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 and I need this, this, and this, this, this done. It's going to cost me X amount of money, yeah. All right, hey, bring, bring, bring me your list over it, okay. This, you need this. You probably don't need this. You got about another six, eight months before you need this done. You this Whatever issue they say was this going on, that actually is nothing wrong with it. I literally take that list and I break it down. Yeah. And now that looks at that that $4,000 note, the $4,000 in repairs that they previously had. And now I got it at $1,600. Mm-hmm. But Damn. they're sitting, so in their eyes, I was sort of like, man, you just saved me a bunch of money. And in my eyes, I'm like, yeah, I got a $1,600 ticket that's making me money at the same time. Right. And so... and, and then there goes that relationship. Now they're telling other, you know, whoever, family, friends, hey, this is where I went, you know, to get my car done at. Yeah. And it just it has a great snowball effect. But, yeah, it's, it's a shady, it's a shady game in the car industry, <laughs> man, especially on the repair end. <laughs> and it's to me to to, to just treat people wrong because yeah. you know what i'm saying i've been in situations myself right where it's, it's been done to, especially when you on you know tight budget and stuff right. like that and people get treated fairly
1: yeah it's unfortunate that that's going on um but we kind of we talked about the business we talked about kind of the stuff you do on a day-to-day and how you guys operate the business and whatnot um, if there's someone that's looking to do what you do or maybe looking at um uh, maybe buying a car lot or starting a car lot, what's some advice you would give them or some tips you would give them to get started, or maybe like some five steps you could think of?
0: I would say the first thing first is just making sure that all your your paperwork, all your insurance your you know if you're trying to be a dealer getting all that stuff set up and getting that stuff set up, you know, first, right away. <laughs> you want to, you wanna into this game legit and all everything across the board, because if you're one, I mean, you, you want, you just have to, you know, in a, in a, to even become a dealer, you know, you got to have proof of that. You can, you know, you got your, your properties insured, you can, you know, your cars are insured, all of that stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's a process though. It's definitely a process because it took us. Like I said, three, four months, even after we signed, it took us three, four months to just make sure that everything was dialed in and that we were legit before we can really like take off how we really wanted to.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um but it's just make it's just being legit and just and then it's just um and then once you know, once you get started, you know, you can start off small. We were fortunate to take over a business that's been in business for a while. But there's other, you know, there's other lots that are Smaller than what we have. Just start off small, and if you have that passion, just uh, just follow the passion. You know what I'm saying? If you got the passion, when it gets hard, your your passion will take over. You know what I mean? Because mm-hmm. the passion is gonna make you put in the extra hours, do the do more research and stuff like that to to be able to, you know, that's how the success comes.
1: Yeah, is you know,
0: following the passion behind it. So. I was just like, my advice is just, you know, just folk to stick with it. And if you're passionate about cars and stuff and you know that stuff, you know, you you know, your work and you know, what type of cars to buy, that's going to make, that's going to make the money, you know what I'm saying? And and it, it, you, you got to realize that not every car you're going to buy is a, you know, you're going to, you're going to have a big home run deal on it. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Where you're going to make, seven thousand dollars that's what everybody thinks every time which is is not the case
1: uh-huh. you know what
0: I'm saying? sometimes you're buying a car and you are send the car dollars or sometimes you're buying a car to break even
1: uh-huh. <laughs>
0: you know what i'm saying that's
1: yeah them base hits them base it. hits count too
0: yeah yeah like it, it's not everything It's not a you know a five six seven eight grand profit you know what i'm saying there's times where you like dang you buy a car and you end up Having to put a lot more money into it, so now you're just trying to get back to to, to break even, mm-hmm. and you got to take those and still count those as a as a W. You know what I'm saying? I mean, you also count them as a a lesson learned on what to look for the next time we go out and look for these cars. So yeah, that
1: was a good got, point.
0: Got, you're gonna you're gonna take a bunch of L's early on. Yeah,
1: it's just,
0: it's just you're gonna take them, but you got to learn from them. So when it comes up the next time, when that next the next week, when you go out, you know what you're looking for. You know what to hear. You know what I'm saying to see like a, what what's a, what's a good and what's not.
1: Mhm. And those is good points. I think that's all good points. So you need I guess when you um just um like when you get in the do you need permits and how many cars can you buy on your dealership license? Is it unlimited or is there a max on that? No, no. So like
0: like. We have what I got. I got so right now we have three dealer plates, like dealer plates that I mm-hmm. that I can use, you know. And so like my dad has a dealer plate, I have my own dealer plate, and then I have one that I kind of just rotate between. If you know if people test drive a car, or for certain instances somebody needs a car to loan out while we're working on a car and stuff like that. So based off those three plates, we can. Um, you know your uh your insurance goes up by the plate you know what i'm saying because it's going to cover only uh, like a certain amount of cars or whatever so you gotta realize like a lot of you know we're just starting off so we we may be rocking with three for the first year or two and then as we keep going on you know what i'm saying you know maybe you know my my mom wants to have a car that's dealer plated and then I wanna put my wife in a car, you know what I'm saying? Then we'll add more plates as as the business grows and stuff like that.
1: All right. Well we reached the uh, the end of the podcast and I ask every guest that I bring on here to leave my audience with a nugget. It can be something on a personal level or something business related. Um can you leave my audience with some free game?
0: Yeah, man, the free game I have is just in, in business in general, as a just an entrepreneur, you know what I'm saying? I uh and this is something I'm learning, you know, uh as I, cause I have, I said I have another business that I, I run a clothing line and, um, just finding, you know, finding the balance. You gotta find the balance when you're running two different businesses that have totally nothing to do with each other. You know what I'm saying? And you gotta understand, like I'm understanding, like I had to kind of put one on the back burner just to get started so I can learn the process and everything on. But, um, just in entrepreneurship, just in general, man, you. are Year one and year two, you know, that's where you're gonna you're gonna get tested the most. You know what I'm saying? And, and don't give up. Don't quit. You know what I'm saying? Don't don't throw in the towel when you run into those that that stretch. And if you're an entrepreneur, you know where that stretch where it's just like it, that stretch could be a year. That stretch could be mm-hmm. three four months where it's just just not clicking at all. And that's where it kind of makes or breaks the the the, the people who are trying to be entrepreneurs and the ones who are really in it for the long haul. So you got to persevere through that stretch of bad, bad stuff that's going to happen. And you got to stay, stay passionate about it. And cause you're going to lose, you're going to lose the passion a little bit, but you gotta, you know, that's when you have those people in your corner to kind of bring you up and, and, and keep you, keep you positive. And that's when the next, the next, you're always the next great idea away. And you don't want to quit when you, and you know, three months later, you had that that idea that you had could have could have put you over the top. So
1: yeah, that's a gem, and I think that's something that every that's life. You know what I mean? So that's that's I, I love that sure. you said that because that's that's a great point. Um, you got to keep going even when, like you said, when when times is hard, because it's going to bounce back eventually. Um, yep. So, if I have like what, one of my guests they might want to reach out maybe they're in a market for a car in the Omaha area, or maybe they're somewhere else, and they're kinda looking to get into the industry and just want to pick your brain um what's the best way for someone to get in contact with you
0: yeah so my uh my i mean first for if you're uh, my just the website is autoworks of omaha dot com and you'll see all my cars listed on there, all the services we do my uh email is cars at autoworksofomaha.com uh, I can be reached on there anytime and then you can see our cars on, on the marketplace also uh, and that's just anywhere like I said I've sold cars out of state so it doesn't matter if you're in Omaha Nebraska or if you're not you can find a car on my website we can, we can talk I can get it shipped to you I can you know handle the logistics all of that stuff
1: Free game. Thanks for tapping in to another episode of the Free Game Friday podcast. Game. If you haven't already, please like this episode, subscribe to our podcast, and share it with a friend. Thanks, be blessed, catch y'all next Free week. Game.
0: Free game.